Welcome to a New Testament journey. We'll have our Bible reading followed by our devotional. 2 Corinthians 2 So I made up my mind that I would not make another painful visit to you. For if I grieve you, who is left to make me glad but you whom I have grieved? I wrote as I did, so that when I came I would not be distressed by those who should have made me rejoice. I had confidence in all of you, that you would all share my joy, for I wrote you out of great distress and anguish of heart and with many tears, not to grieve you, but to let you know the depth of my love for you. If anyone has caused grief, he has not so much grieved me as he has grieved all of you to some extent, not to put it too severely. The punishment inflicted on him by the majority is sufficient. Now instead you ought to forgive and comfort him, so that he will not be overwhelmed by excessive sorrow. I urge you, therefore, to reaffirm your love for him. Another reason I wrote you was to see if you would stand the test and be obedient in everything. Anyone you forgive, I also forgive. And what I have forgiven, if there was anything to forgive, I have forgiven in the sight of Christ for your sake, in order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Now, when I went to Troas to preach the gospel of Christ and found that the Lord had opened a door for me, I still had no peace of mind because I did not find my brother Titus there. So I said goodbye to them and went to Macedonia. But thanks be to God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal possession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are an aroma that brings death, to the other an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? Unlike so many, we do not peddle the word of God for profit. On the contrary, in Christ we speak before God with sincerity as those sent from God. Paul started this follow-up letter to the Corinthians exposing the bone-grinding agony that he had gone through. Here, he continues his disclosure, bringing a new slant to his suffering. We see that in every interaction and moment, Paul works to become astonishingly conscious of God. Paul is a bit like a social media addict who is always checking for new posts, except he was only following one account. Paul refuses to give up looking for comfort directly from God. And so when God makes it available, he grabs it and is strengthened by it. Chapter 1 verse 4 shows that. I guess a lot of us do that. But Paul went further. Paul constantly reminded himself that God was watching him. He knows God saw his difficult decision not to return to Corinth. Chapter 1, verse 23. Paul knows Jesus watched him forgive the Corinthians' offender. Chapter 2, verse 10. Paul knew that God was watching him travel around the Mediterranean and that he even opened a door for him in Troas. Chapter 2, verse 12. 
Each of these statements speaks volumes of how Paul's inner mind worked, what he thought about, how he gained his strength, how he viewed every single situation. Fascinatingly, we see Paul even claiming that he smelled beautiful to God, even though others were telling him differently. Chapter 2, verse 15. How could he have known such a thing? Well, there is a clue in chapter 1, verse 9, when he says his sufferings taught him to not rely on ourselves, but on God. Paul seems to have allowed his life to cultivate a deliberate reliance on God in every waking moment. Before he opens his lips in reply, or before he takes his next step, Paul seems to have built a pause, a lag for his Lord. It reminds me of what Bill Johnson said about carrying the presence of the Spirit, that we should live like we have a dove resting on our head, slowly. And so I'm wanting to slow down my speech, to build in a lag for my Lord. It goes against so much of my natural tendencies, but I think it's what I need. If all of us can grow a level of greater awareness of God watching us, opening doors for us, even smelling us, then we will find a more robust life. If we can learn to live with a lag for our Lord, then we will find a more unshakable life that is incredibly fruitful for Jesus. I so much want to see God all the time. I guess I need to slow down my mind. Here's a question for reflection. How aware are you of God always watching you and responding to you? How could you cultivate greater awareness of God? We pray God's word bears fruit in your life. For all the information about the New Testament journey, head to www.anewtestamentjourney.net.